I'm Susie. Hi, I'm Selena. And you're listening to a Building Bridges podcast. Yeah, yeah, think on. Building Bridges. You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Well, summer is definitely here. We can tell by the temperatures for sure, wherever you are. It depends. Uh, Dave, I think it's still fine. I mean, I guess so. It's 20 now. That's good, right? <laughs> That's summer. Well, for your reasons, probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole world is literally burning, but uh, we're not. So I, I guess 20 degrees is better than fire and smoke. I would say so too, yes. But yeah, summer is here and not much is happening in Eurovision, but some stuff is happening, at least in Jan's world. Do you want to start explaining what you've been up to the last few days? Well, yes, the thing is, there's an amazing, amazing weekend uh, actually behind me. I was thrilled to go to this, I would say, unforgettable experience of um, at Eurovision weekend in Prague, actually in Czech Republic, in Czechia, if you want. It was, you know, an absolute blast and I can't wait to, to tell you guys about it. Um, the weekend actually kicked off with a fantastic welcome party, cozy piano bar filled with Eurovision enthusiasts from all over the place ready to have a really nice three days the atmosphere was amazing and the drinks were flowing as we you know try to dance our nights away to Eurovision bangers playing in the background so this is how Friday somehow started then uh, Saturday was actually the kind of highlight of the whole weekend the crazy part was I was actually <laughs> representing Italy but you know just as a head of delegation for the for the Daniela who took part but believe me uh, we we had an absolute blast like Saturday was the big day the main show uh, there was like fans singing their songs like a competition you know Daniela was you know at the time representing Italy and the funny story actually is that I had my own personal connection to the stage as well back in 2016 I sang at that contest as well back in Berlin both Daniela and myself we took part so this is why the organizers invited me to be you know their Italian head of delegation ish I mean my part was to wave the flag on the flag parade which was absolutely amazing and obviously delivering some points for as an Italian jury, you know, in a very Italian way. So, yeah, the whole thing was, uh, it, it was like really, really great. Uh, I was accompanied by my OGAE Slovenia gang. And let me tell you, like, we really made the most out of it as possible, to put it that way. It was a legendary night with the amazing performances by our friend Susie and obviously Selena, Austria's Eurovision 2023 act for um, in, in Liverpool. They both uh, performed, including Roden, who took part in ESCZ at the beginning. Well, and and we pretty much somehow made a conclusion to to Eurovision weekend on Sunday. We actually had this nice little brunch and this uh, interview with uh, Susie and Selena. I was lucky enough to catch them for a short little interview, and here's what they told us. Building bridges in Czech Republic this time with Susie and Selena. Just right at the end of the Eurovision weekend, actually. So hi to both of you. 
Hello, it's always a nice pleasure to talk to you again. Selena, it's your first time at Eurovision weekend, actually, and first after party after Eurovision. Yeah. How are you putting the whole picture together after this crazy weekend in Czech Republic? It was beautiful. I said before I had glitter everywhere, it means it was a great party. Um, I had a lot of fun, I received a lot of love, and yeah, Eurovision fans are different than other fans, I would say. So yeah, I felt appreciated and loved. Susie, you're coming back to Eurovision weekend for the second time. Yes. How do you embrace the Eurovision audience after almost 10 years? Next year is 10th anniversary of your Eurovision performance. Yes, I, I basically I embrace it every single time that I perform for the Eurovision followers. I do several events throughout the year since the last nine years and it's like it's the first time, like the first time in Berlin when I met you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, no, I met you in Copenhagen, but uh, uh, like where we had more time was in Berlin. Anyway, it's always a pleasure, it's an honor and I'm very blessed to be still be invited for this event after so so long. Selena, you you uh, just announced you're about to release another single with Thea, but also that you guys are about to pursue your solo careers. That was probably planned already at the beginning of your Eurovision journey, right? Well, yeah, um, Thea and me, we are going to release a second song in August. And we're gonna have a music video here in the Czech Republic, again. Like the first one, right? Yeah, like the first one. Yeah, everything started here, right? So we gotta continue that. We do our own solo projects as well. We're working on that. We are going to be with Vesna on tour, three dates here in the Czech Republic. And yeah, hopefully a lot more Eurovision fests, I would say, yeah. Thank you to both of you for this amazing weekend we had and wish you both all the best for the upcoming projects and obviously see you on another stages, both Eurovision and non-Eurovision ones. Exactly, and, and thank you so much for you know, uh, honor us uh, by giving this interview, honor us by being present in the Eurovision events and and by supporting, uh, you know, Eurovision artists and, and their careers. It's very important for us and we are highly appreciated. I, I think I can speak for <laughs> that's, that's You're right. I don't have nothing to add. Anything. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. That was really interesting. I think Susie and Selena also sounds really good. Maybe that's a do for an upcoming Eurovision. Yeah, well, I mean, they obviously, I mean, Selena was there on her own. And and of course, like the party couldn't be there without who the hell is Edgar. And I have to say that Susie did an amazing job uh, stepping in for Thea. As much as I saw, they bonded really well. And um, well, yes, as we heard, uh, they are performing in, in Czechia with Vesna later this year with with on their tour also they will be performing in some of the parties including later this year in october um they're performing at event organized by ogae austria as well as we saw on the socials so i think it's it's so exciting you know also to somehow be a part of of this eurovision community also outside of the season when it's pretty much as we said you know that <laughs> i was just going to say so, the same thing it's incredible how it brings artists together that i'm sure otherwise would never have met never have 
you know, come together to make songs, make music, and here they are. Like, imagine if you told both of them 10 years ago, oh, you're both going to be in Prague singing Eurovision songs together. To exactly. Taya and to uh, Selena and to Susie, right? Like, it, it just it would be blow their minds. And it's actually such a nice little, I would say, you know, we, all, we, are, we are always so aware of the, this kind of, you know, Eurovision pre-parties before Eurovision, and, and there's a lot of advertising for it. But, like, especially Eurovision weekend, uh, I think it was my third or fourth time definitely the first time in Czech Republic because they they won last year and they're somehow going through as with Eurovision you know whoever wins the contest they organize it in that country uh, the following year and um, it's going back to Germany next year it was representative of EC Germany Mirko and Maxima they won with um, Toane Sekelius song My Way And it was such a such a nice moment. Uh, there's one thing which I really need to to put a little shout out as to organizers. They're bringing this event each and every year. They're making it bigger. Also, one of the announcements making this year was that uh, winner of this FanVision song contest was actually it got the right to rep to perform at Barcelona pre-party next year. Which is quite exciting, I think. I think uh, it's such a nice, it's such a nice place and community to go through. So wherever you you find a chance to to follow Eurovision Weekend, and that's not an advertising, obviously, just like my personal experience. I think it's a you should give it a shot to take a look because it's it's a great vibe, it's a great community, it's it's filled with good music and so on. Yeah, and I can imagine like summertime being quite hard for Eurovision artists as well. Not just for Eurovision fans, because we don't get any content, but like you're preparing yourself for like a half year or something for that one night and then it's over. And I can see like yeah. people fall down yeah. a rabbit hole or like being depressed or something like that's really, you know, everything you've worked for is suddenly over with one night. Yes. And also like when Susie said that it's always like it always feels like the first time performing for Eurovision community, because like she said, you know, it's always it feels like you know, feels like home, but yet she's always so nervous and she's always so current when it comes to changing the set list. She has never ever done the same set list and I've seen her many times. And also Selena, she said she was quite scared to do this kind of thing just because, you know, as you said before, once Eurovision is over, if you're not like, you know, uh, involved with it, it can be quite forgettable. But lucky enough, Selena was a part of of an act which obviously wasn't forgettable in any way. Uh, and and she said that she had a really, really nice time being there. So I, th I think this is like having it during the summer. It's one of the good things to, to, to have anyway. Because like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on throughout the Eurovision season. But like what to do with there's nothing going on. Well, you make your own parties what you do. <laughs> exactly exactly and from as much as i'm aware you did something on the other side of the ocean as well right yeah well we were in barcelona so the canadian contingent that i have missed it so we couldn't have that be the case so i spent uh some time decorating and preparing food we had uh swedish meatballs we had chivapcici for slovenia for joker out of course. we had all kinds of you know typical food and we watched 
a slightly edited version of 2023 because you know, oh well they don't need to see they're they're not voting so they don't need to see the recap <laughs> ten times and all the other weird like uh, who was it Graham interviewed the host from 1982 Jane yeah, or somebody uh, like they don't know what that is they don't need to see that yeah exactly so instead yeah. of dragging them on for like eight hours I kind of trimmed it down to about three hours and and. Uh, there might have been a confetti cannon, and there might have been some beverages, and uh, yeah, we had a good time. Uh, I mean, I, I from as much as I as I saw, it was uh, it was such a nice thing to to relieve on after a few months, and and from seeing you organizing this whole thing, I think it was quite a the, as close as it could get to Eurovision Canada uh, <laughs> at this point. If they so, would just let me in charge of it, I would do it. <laughs> Well, yeah, some artists, as we say, didn't go down that rabbit hole. They actually released new music since Eurovision. Um, we might want to start with uh, Sunlights, who sent us a very nice email. They, to us personally, not just, you know, a press release. Um, they first released uh, in May, right after Eurovision, they released their song Backwards in Time. And then a few weeks later, they released their new Latvian song. It's called Miss Turpinamis, and I think it's a really great summer hit, and it's very different from Aya, actually. And then Voyager, of course, released a whole new album. It's called Fearless in Love, and it's out right now. Yeah, a lot of the 2023 artists have been busy. Uh, I guess our host artists, Tforci, they actually teamed up with The Hard Kiss. And if you don't know who they are, you would if you watched this year because their front woman, Yulia, was, of course, one of the Eurovision hosts this year. So they released a bilingual English-Ukrainian song called Dreamers. And in Ukrainian, again, I apologize for the pronunciation, but it would be Mirinki, I think, if that's pronounced correctly. So that's a nice little follow-up to Heart of Steel. Um, if you like Solo, you might like Blanca's new hit from Poland called Boys Like Toys. If you haven't seen the music video, definitely go have a look at that because it's very interesting. And more recently, uh, Mimi Cat in Portugal released a new hit called Weister Saudades. And uh, Marco Mengoni. Everyone's Heartthrob from Italy has released a new song called Due Nuvole, Two Clouds, uh, another ballady type uh, song from him on his new album, Prisma. Obviously, there's uh, news from Slovenian camp as well. Joker Out are also on tour pretty much all over the globe. They're somehow um, merging their dates in Slovenia, but from, from what we see at the time as we're recording this, they are having upcoming gigs in Bosnia and Herzegovina in on in August. Then they're off to Norway in September, Sweden the day after. They're pretty much having Scandinavia tour in, in the autumn. Um, later on, on the, which one, 6th of October, they're actually selling out the biggest arena we have in Slovenia. It's pretty much the same venue where Eurovision would took place if Slovenia ever win Eurovision. <laughs> Um, it's sold out for quite few few months now, so it's pretty much an obvious choice that the Eurovision did them really well. After their Stožice performance in Ljubljana, they're having some gigs in Serbia, Croatia. Um, they're heading back to their UK tour as well. Um, they're having some festivals, etc., etc. So it's pretty much... Um, 
you know, a lot of things going on. They are still touring as we speak right now from as much as I'm seeing on social media. They're all over the place. So, um, and, and I'm sure other Eurovision artists are, are working hard to both release new music and to gigging around. And as we said before, Vesna is also go going on tour in, in, in some places in Czechia, probably also abroad and so on. Which is great, which is great. Eurovision is a great platform to, to distribute their music and, and to, to share the passion and energy with the fans. So, take my money. And I think if we go down that rabbit hole to talking about all the tours, I, I think almost all of them are on tour. So we could be yeah. here, we could have a whole you know series of episodes on the tours where they're going. Uh, yeah, it's really been a good launching pad this year, especially. Just like last year, I think there's been a lot of uptake after the contest on how the, how the artists have been doing and people wanting to see them. Mm -hmm. I do like how Katia's tour is starting in Stockholm, though. That's quite interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit disappointed that it's like six destinations or seven, I think. I thought he could literally... He, yeah, he could have sold out concerts all over Europe. I don't know why he just did such a small tour, or he will do. But even like Remo Fora, who I saw in Luxembourg Pride, like briefly, uh, he was so busy, like he had to leave immediately. And I think the next day was in Portugal, and then he went off somewhere else. Like, people are busy, people are performing wherever they can, so... Which is a good thing, because like sometimes, you know, Eurovision artists, especially the ones who didn't gain, you know, such a big amount of success in Eurovision, they, you know, they always blame it. Oh, it's Eurovision's fault that my, my career went down. It's not really true, you know, like if blaming um, the, one of the biggest platforms in the in music industry for your not so successful career, if I'm saying that nicely, it's not, I wouldn't say it's Eurovision's fault because, like, let's remind us all again where did Susie ended up in 2014 in its semi finals? And she's still going around. And I think Malik Harris is one uh, of the most touring artists from last year, and he was literally in last place last year. So it really does. And Christo, yeah. right? It goes on and on and on. So it's not yeah. just the results. No, but uh, we're going to take a small summer break now. Uh, we don't know how long it's going to be. We'll be back soon enough, but like a few weeks without building bridges for you to just enjoy your summer and, you know, take trips, lie on the beach. Yes, you, you've both had your trips. It's my turn now. So are you guys ready for the last game before summer pause? Sure. Okay, I literally put this together in two seconds, but hey, the usual quality of our games. <laughs> So hint number one, the entry we are looking for finished in fourth place in its semi-final with one set of 12 points from Finland and then in 10th place in the final with a 12 from Switzerland. I was thinking you would, you know, jump up and scream it to me now. <laughs> so is it better than Tattoo with 12s? <laughs> Well, if you only talk about Televote. Yeah, okay. Okay, no idea? Hint number two. This result was back then and still is the country's second best result ever. Second best result. Is it, is it, oh my goodness, is it, um, I don't know why, is it Czech Republic 2016, Gabriela, I stand. Well, no, she, she didn't get any 12s. 
she was second to last and not 10th in the final. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I thought it was second best? No, obviously she wasn't second best. Um, One more hint. Yeah, it has to be. Yes. This entry was a group of six people and they performed in four different languages. Group of six people, four different languages. Oh my goodness. Vesna, my sister's mom. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me anyway? Oh my god. And I was, my guess was Czechia. And I was like, oh no. I mean, it was super obvious. Yeah. The entry always has something to do with the podcast oh topic, you know? So yeah. <laughs> All right. A point for Jan there. Do we even keep up the, 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 the score as for now? I mean, no. of course, no. So it, it's absolutely useless point for me as it's, <laughs> I don't know, a point for from Germany to San Marino in 2017. I don't know, like as useless as it is. I think it could be all tied. I think it could be maybe three to three to three. Yeah, you wish. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us and stay with us over the summer. Listen to all of our old episodes, of course, because they need some re-listens. And yeah, let us know if we're completely wrong about our 2023 predictions now that it's over. Uh, we are building Underland Bridges Online podcast on Instagram. And yeah, feel free to leave us a review and stay in touch with us. Follow us on our Instagram and we will update you when we are going to be back very soon, maybe sooner than you think. Bye! <laughs> Au revoir!